0: hey everyone this is norm Ferrar, aka the beard guy here and welcome to another lunch with norm the amazon fba and e-commerce podcast okay today we're gonna shatter some of the rumors that out there uh, that, that are out there we're going to be talking about turning off your amazon ppc campaigns is it possible should you do it well stay tuned and we're also going to be talking about how to set up a launch strategy that ends with you turning off your ppc this is a first for me number two do all uh, campaigns stop or only just some and then finally what's the number one metric that allows this event to occur so welcome to another lunch with norm the amazon fba e-commerce podcast and i'm sure we're going to have a lot of back and forth in this uh conversation Okay. So when our guest was talking to me a little earlier today, saying what he wanted to talk about, it was like, are you serious? This goes against everything I've learned. And I know if anybody is listening who are you know into PPC, uh, you're going to be taken back a little bit. So we're going to be talking about turning off your PPC, your Amazon PPC campaigns, something that I was told from day one, never to do. So we're going to find out why you can do it. How effective it is, uh, but first we're going to talk uh, to a co-founder. He's been on uh, the podcast many times. He's the CEO of Voltage Digital Marketing, and he's been launching, operating, and growing private label e-commerce businesses for over nine years. And as of today, he and his clients have sold over a hundred million plus dollars in physical products, primarily uh, through Amazon FBA sales. So, uh, our guest today is Neil Toa, but first let's have a word from our sponsor. The Legion is your go-to community where you can learn, grow, and build your Amazon and e-commerce business. As you know, being an entrepreneur can be lonely. Now you can share struggles, build a network, and celebrate your successes. And guess what? Our community is free. All you have to do is head over to our Facebook group to join. You can also watch us on our YouTube channel at Private Label Legion so you can stay up to date with tips, strategies, and advice from other experts in the industry. Okay, remember one thing. To get all this great information, follow us, subscribe, and ring that bell so you can get automatic notifications. Okay, where is the boy wonder?
1: That's me. Hello, hello. Look at that look at mini beard i know it's coming in strong right it's gonna be there that that
0: kind of reminds me i should get one of those holsters and put you in it it would kind of be like mini me
1: i i think we should kind of swap i think you need like a little wig maybe and we can oh okay
0: yeah 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 very good or just yeah maybe just a toupee you know one (laughs) of the funky looking toupees
1: i like it i like it a lot Well, anyways, welcome to today's Lunch with Norm episode. This is another uh, pre-recorded episode. Um, We're not sure where we're gonna be right now, probably uh, taking a bit of a hiatus uh, while we're doing some traveling. So um, same thing applies as usual though. You can ask your questions in the comment sections and we're gonna do our best to post in the Facebook group and get some answers for you. And uh, it's a great time just for conversation. I know this one is going to maybe ruffle some feathers when they first hear it. So A lot of um, feathers. Talk about it. You can feel free to chat in the comment sections, uh, debate, whatever you want. Um, this is your place to connect with other Beardos and uh, share your opinions, too. So make sure you get uh, head over there. Also, uh, don't forget to smash those like buttons. Give us a thumbs up. Uh, and you YouTubers, make sure you hit that big thumbs up button in the corner and um, subscribe to our YouTube channel. And of course, our community, our Beardos, our Beard Nation, um, you can hang out with us, Lunch With Norm, Amazon FBA and E-commerce Collective, Facebook group. Um, So join there, that's where all the fun stuff happens. Uh, We're doing giveaways, we we hang out with the community, ask your questions, share your advice. Uh, It's all happening there. So um, yeah, make sure you join and come hang with us and uh we do have a great giveaway as well so stay tuned for more on that and we can jump into today's episode
0: okay very good so like kelsey was saying if you do have comments or questions and you'll have a lot of comments today i know it's going to happen uh but just throw them over in the comments section and we will get to them as soon as we can so sit back relax grab a cup of coffee enjoy the episode it will be controversial and welcome neil
2: thanks for having me back i appreciate it with an intro like that i'm surprised you're going to let me back on the show
0: (laughs) i just want to see i've never heard what we're going to be talking about today so when you said that oh yeah i can do it and it's going to be you know incredible you have piqued my attention. So all of the comments goes to Neil. Okay. Just <laughs> Neil. Just Feel send them all his way.
2: Big <laughs> in. I love the good controversy. We're going to be Mythbusters episodes today uh, for for breaking and spelling myths uh, about Amazon. So many of them out there.
0: There, there are it. a ton. And this yep. one, this is... This is a solid one because I I've hung around with a lot of uh, PPC people, you know, they either have their agencies or are very good with PPC. Right. And something that they've always told me and I I do right now, I never, ever turn off or pause a PPC campaign. You're coming on saying, (laughs) yeah, you can do that.
2: I'm the crazy man in the standing in the river yelling uh at the at the end of this it's going to sound a little bit weird because look if i had an instagram agency i would tell you instagram traffic is the best traffic for your business and i would run your instagram traffic and i would tell you all the metrics and the reasons why we're going to help and grow and scale your business with instagram traffic and oh by the way you know pay me for that so you know i'm not saying everybody does that i'm just saying there's modus operandi there is opportunity there what i'm going to tell you is something that's a little antithesis of the market understanding um and has nothing to do with selling you anything it has to do with educating on certain aspects of this engine okay that runs amazon and i talk about it a lot because it's it's things that people don't understand on scale and when you get to certain levels of scalability you start to realize there's pockets of information distribution and syndication within these platforms whether it's instagram viral traffic on facebook or you know, distribution of product and keyword ranking within Amazon's platform, when they want you to be rewarded with it. And you're the most relevant, highest relevant converting product. They will distribute you out to more traffic. You might put this together with like the top 100 list to some degree, because a lot of people say top 100, that's where all the traffic is and top of the listings, that's where all the traffic is. Uh, but to get to the top of the listings, what does it actually take? And how can something this crazy actually, be sane and make it so that I'm not uh, just crazy and not just standing on my own. I have case study after case study of folks who have done this. And most recently, Keith and John are two people that just went through this experience. Um, And it has a lot to do with the product, the listing and the relevancy against the engine and whether or not you're being rewarded so much so that it's possible for you to dial down and in even some cases turn off your PPC advertising campaigns without losing ranking and instead recouping 100% of the profits in your unit that was previously being you know eaten up by PPC campaigns.
0: And you're going to be doing this all through organic traffic just because the inside algorithm of makes There's all
2: traffic right. inside <laughs> of Amazon, okay? And we all know that it's there. Where it's the holy grail that we're all after, right? Right. So what's the difference between somebody who is able to get some of that traffic and someone who's able to get a lot more of the traffic? Right. Um, My friend, Matt Harward, who's very good at the DTC side, talks about the algorithmic nature of his experience with Facebook and how he was able to and is able to go in and compete with somebody who's maybe doing two million a year and thinks they're maxed out. It's all the traffic they can reach and they're doing all their campaigns and everything right. And he can come into that same space and do 20 million a year. Okay, and how has he been able to repeat those results and show how he does it? Because he understands something that a lot of people don't. He understands the algorithm really well. And at the end of the day, you and I can each have a product we're competing on, Norman. We've used a little bit of this analogy in the past and I'll bring it up again. We can each have a product we're going to compete. Let's call it the cheap Chinese bicycle seat, okay? And if you and I both go in the market, we're both branded, private labeled, we're going into the market. There's gonna be a differentiation between my brand and yours and its relevance to the customer and of course, how the algo sees us. How does your brand reach so much traffic and so much distribution And how could mine receive 10 times more than yours, right? What's the difference in the two if we're selling the same product, but we're in the same space. And the simple answer is what does the algorithm look at to determine brand viability and ultimately the customer outcome? And it's called relevancy. Right. So many people don't understand that what relevancy actually means to a AI and machine language learning and without getting too mechanical, it just basically gets down to your product is being talked about more it's relevancy in the engine is more and your unit session is more relevant to the buying experience, which is literally customer to cart in 30 seconds or less. And knowing that it's going to get you uh, in front of that customer that's already in demand and get them to buy your product faster than other people. When you hit that line, when that straight line from customer to add to cart to checkout goes, you will reach much more distribution inside of the system than your competitor. Even if you're running the same product in the same space the relevancy will be different i will receive more traffic than you the outcome of that is that i can use ppc as a tool like launching like rockets launch one of the alien powered you know alien musk powered uh satellites into the air one of the rockets they don't keep rockets all the way through all stages of the launch the rockets are this there to propel through the difficulty and once they reach certain, you know, the, the space and once they reach a certain level of altitude that they, you know, they fall off the second stage boosters, push them a little farther and then they are up there spinning around twenty five thousand miles an hour. PPC campaigns can be done the same way with Amazon branded products.
0: Wow. Uh, OK, so let's go back to relevancy. Yes. So we've got we've got a mix that listen to the podcast from mm-hmm. beginner intermediate right up to the advanced Uh, relevancy means different things to different people. Can you talk about relevancy and give some examples?
2: So relevancy, what I think and what you might think of it really aren't important. What the engine thinks of it is more important. What does the engine see as relevant to the product? It really gets down to the demand and the signals of demand, not not only on Amazon, but on other platforms that Amazon is tracking for signals against that product, that niche time of year uh pricing and d- other differentiations of that product including the profitability of this unit being sold as a bike seat versus your unit being sold as a bike seat because remember amazon wants to make more money right so the relevancy of the engine really gets down to fact leading factors of indication that show that certain products might break out certain brands might be able to get more distribution inventory levels of about one brand is bigger than the other And if Amazon's going to put traffic down on you, they know they're going to have a much larger, much winning, bigger campaign. So if, for example, one of those indicators of relevancy is, do I have a thousand units and you have a hundred, right? That's a different level of relevancy. Now there are ways to kind of get the engine to believe different things at different times during the launch phase. So we can work within the terms of service, but literally it gets down to the engine checking off the different data points and validating that my brand is bigger than yours, my distribution capabilities are bigger than yours, the profitability of is it bigger than yours, and my unit session percentage conversion is higher than yours, I'm basically checking the box on the relevancy list so that distribution can occur. If I'm not checking all of those boxes, it will limit my distribution or syndication across the platform, meaning it will only show me to so much traffic and so much area. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, But when you're looking for relevancy, what are the tools that you're using to give you this information?
2: So we've developed our own and this is where it gets to be a little fun. There isn't a specific data set out there right now that matches what I'm telling you. We've actually created a data set called our most valuable product data set. And in there, we have looked at 48 different data points that also tie social signals, the data, the relevancy of the products currently selling in the market, products and brands we can bring in to compete, with those current products in the marketplace and all the signals that tie data points together to say, Hey, this product, not that one. And when we look at that data set, it's based literally on the volume of sales we've done in our own companies and what our clients have done. And so it's gotten more and more robust. And pretty soon uh, what we're working on right now is another level of machine learning and AI that is going to go out and refine that even more by touching things we do manually, which are social signals out in the, in the space, of say Twitter or TikTok or Facebook or other locations that we look at as signals for trending of products, product types, not just where it's trending right now, but it's future trendability. So if you look at Amazon right now, you're taking a snapshot in time. You're not actually seeing what the future product opportunity of a product launch is. You're seeing the past opportunity of products that have already gone in the system. The real trick is to get in and understand where are those breakout products? Where is my potential Instapot? Uh, how can I get in there ahead of a network uh, or, or a push in there? And there's where the signals of social media come in. And we're going to try to tie some more technology to that to look at more leading indicators. And then like in all things, I've said this before, we're going to test. Did we get it right? We're going to test the market, the audience, the conversation, and then uh, the ad to cart to Amazon to see if we got it right. Once we do that, it'll, the data will tell us exactly where to
0: go. So before you do any of this, it's important that your listing is is done to the nines what is
2: the most relevant metric that allows something like this to occur and it is your unit session percentage it is the unit session percentage of you on mobile and desktop Mm -hmm. okay determining whether or not you can beat and sustain competition over a certain amount of time based on who's already in the market and bringing something new to the market all right because Amazon understands that you are bringing a new product, your new, you've got new health in your account, maybe a new product altogether, maybe your first product in a brand new account. And they understand that they don't wanna just squelch you because you might become the next up and coming bestseller. So they don't want you to lose. I know people feel like that at times with Amazon, they don't want you to lose. So what they've done is they've gone and literally got an engineering team at every level within Amazon's node base. And they basically have pulled together literally anywhere between 50 to 100 bots this is public information they've got it on their channels you can go look this up that are running around inside of there saying is this new brand and product capable of beating one that has a thousand or five thousand reviews already on it or different reviews can this product show that it has capability if we give it distribution if we give it space if we give it traffic if we give it visibility could it potentially beat the one with two or three thousand reviews in it and if all the signals show up correctly then it will give more traffic and if you maintain that unit session percentage you maintain the uh, conversion rates and you maintain obviously good products, bring great reviews uh, as that comes forward, then the engine will feel validated and send you more distribution. If it does not, it will limit your reach.
0: Okay. And I know that we, we've we talked before about uh, reviews Yep. and you mentioned in the past that you really don't care about reviews because yeah, a matter of I think you said that and I'm an old guy, so my Mm, memory's kind of going, but I, I think you even said, you don't care if you have a single review, um, you'll compete against anybody that has hundreds, if not thousands.
2: Because we're talking about an engine at this point, the engine says you have a product. We don't really care what that product is at the moment. What we care is do you match with a potential breakout product that is going to benefit us? That's it. And at this point, the reviews aren't telling them that, right? right? Because they know organic reviews will eventually validate that you're a good product. What they're looking at is all the signals of saying, "Do you have a potentially good to great product?" That's all they're looking for. So what this does is, if we were to follow this down the bad path, let's say for a second, so we can understand what the good path would look like, the bad path would be: I launch a cheap piece of Chinese crap, and I do all the things right. Well, eventually signals and time and market and reviews eventually are going to show my product isn't that great. My life cycle is gonna go like this and then it's gonna start tapering off and fall down. (laughs) It's just gonna go because eventually bad products will catch up with you, Mm -hmm. right? But it didn't mean you didn't do anything right at the beginning. It just means you didn't do things right at the uh, middle or secondary stage, let's call it. And you did some things wrong at the beginning because don't launch a cheap Chinese piece of crap. We've talked about that before. Don't launch MeToo products, right? Build a better than or a great product, right? And then the engine will literally reward you. So the end result is, you know, combine the beginning, the ROI will come a little bit longer. That's how private label works. But with the ducks in a row at the very beginning and relevancy to the product and the engine, the reward will be much greater. And no, don't need the reviews at the very beginning. The reviews are something that comes in secondary. What we need to do is basically tell the engine what it needs to know in order to reward us. And you can do that regardless of product. That's kind of the important factor to understand if my product looks really well, Amazon still doesn't even know I have a great product yet. They didn't check the product. All they did was check it in at the warehouse. All they did was sit it through the system. Nobody looked at this and actually said, this is a great product. Let me reward this brand with a great product inside of seller health account. No, that's not how this works. But everybody somehow thinks it's that's how it works.
0: Yeah, that's not, yeah, that's not how it works. Uh, I remember when you first said that. So you're like, you're just uh, uh, a man of controversy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: going against the norm of myth-busting. Yes,
0: yes, there we go. Why am I
2: myth-busting? Because I have seen things that many of them have not. I have seen brands to grow to a million a month in less than 90 days. How is that even possible, right? Yeah. Because the products haven't even yet fully been vetted by the marketplace. They were vetted by the audience conversation and stuff we had prior to going market. And then Amazon's algorithm basically rewarded that audience conversation that was already occurring. Because demand was already there and all the engine wants to do is fill demand. And there are quite a few places inside of Amazon where demand is nowhere matching the capability or the amount of sellers that can move that product. When you step into that demand, it will reward you immediately. And then want to try to prove you as the best product because it wants to meet the demand when it meets the demand. What does Amazon get more sales, more customers, happy buyers, etc. That's their model, right? But they're only going to double check you on the backside. If you've got a bad product and ding your seller health account or get A to Z, depending upon how you're selling or any of the other negative things, including bad reviews that can occur, uh, or product mishaps that can occur, all the other things we've seen happen on the backside. But what we're talking about is all the important things on up the front, because we are making a big assumption. We've said it, I'll say it again, that we have a great or better than product setting on the sideline, ready to go. Right. And that product is available not even checked by Amazon, other than they might want to qualify that you're not a hazardous chemical or have pesticides or whatever. But other than that, no one is manually going in and saying, this is a great product. Give this more traffic. That's not how this works. So when you understand that, then you recognize there's an engine. And all there's an engine that's trying to sell more products.
0: Yeah. And that's what it comes down to. If Amazon can sell a product and get more profit, then they're going to promote it. And what you're saying you know just sitting back it's completely logical because it it
2: actually happens i'm not talking about theories yeah (laughs) Uh, he went through a thousand units after launching shut off his ppc and tried to slow down the sales before his next order came in but actually found his organic went up his profitability obviously came back completely because there was no ppc and he was ranking and selling and he's like holy crap i can't get the product fast enough he didn't think it was going to occur we watched it occur and he's a case study of that literally just happening Um, John did the same thing. John got his product up, has struggled with the unit session percentage a little bit, kept working, kept working to get that conversion up, conversion up. As he did that PPC costs came down, organic ranking went up. He shut off his PPC campaigns. Everything kept going. Everything is just trending upwards. Okay. Bri did the same thing. Bri was one of the other examples I used. He came in with the product. It was right in Amazon's slipstream of relevancy with all the checkbox clicked off. And so the engine just said, Hey, you're the product we want everybody to see. And uh, bloop, up went the traffic, no reviews, no PPC was on for the first five, seven days. He turned it off, right? And he actually turned it off for the same reason Keith did. He was going to run out of inventory faster than he anticipated. And it's great. He came back and later on said, why didn't you tell me this? Why wouldn't you tell me this was a And I'm like, dude, how many times can I say the same thing? Um, and so the end result was, you know, he's got his next order in. He just went back. He's back to $8,000 a day sales and, and growing quickly. Um, Daniel experienced the same thing. So I have one thing after another. I'm not working on theory. These are actual working examples and models of doing it and playing correctly with the algorithm that's in Amazon.
0: Yeah, and that was interesting, because when you were talking about this at the beginning, you know, one of the first things I asked, do you have a case study? And well, yeah, which one do you want?
2: (laughs) That's how we do our launches, right? Part of how we validate that the product has the capability for uh, you can call it distribution. People call it uh, syndication. The the internet DNS world term, like propagation, it's how things move out across all the servers once they've been validated. And Amazon, at one point, we tested it out. It had about 25 different algorithms working at any one time on the platform. And you could go in and see each of those algorithms was doing minor and major testing at different level. It culminates down to around 21, or actually, what was that the other day? Like 1,200 or so, or maybe it's 2,100, I forget between 1200 and 2100, I've got to get the exact stat, actual split tests that they do all throughout the entire year, right? In which they're trying to optimize the engines. And it literally is all revolving around the main core component of the same engine that's been running for the last you know nine plus years. But all these other components are just going around the nodes and other sections and trying to determine that new products that are entering do not get destroyed by existing products that are there and give fair market competition to the products that are coming in. Otherwise they know they'd be sued for antitrust. And this came up here just recently about, you know, Amazon uh, being able to run its own shipping supply and storehouse. And the government was literally saying, well, that might be an antitrust violation because now you're going to destroy UPS and and Postal Service and all this stuff. And we're like, no, that's free market capitalism. Don't do that. Um, But anyways, the point is that the distribution will be there. The capabilities are there. Once the certain algorithms reward you, it literally just tells the rest of the system, propagate and distribute out. This is the product that needs to be seen. And then you can get more traffic than you have product for
0: all right so let's just go through this again because uh (laughs) my my head is you know kind of again i'm an old guy but uh let's go through that setup so how do you set up a launch strategy that ends with turning off your ppc
2: so one of the things everybody wants and i know this is a big thing i guess i don't know what it is it's a big thing in the internet world is you know a a product that launches and in 30 days i can expect my lottery mindset home run right okay that's not what we do our run is over 90 days all right so over a 90 day period we developed the launch processes over like a long time ago and how we strategized through this whole process of of getting a product and dancing correctly with the engine. And it's extended from 30, 60, and 90 days as Amazon's changes to brand management, it's changed its process of rollout, it's changed brand identity and validation of products, including making sure you can launch a product with a provable image that has you know an actual image of your product, not just a Photoshop one. And they've changed and made some of this a little bit more cumbersome for reasons of um, you know integrity. Uh, in the business and the model and, and making sure people aren't jacking with the system. But that is the expectation, 90 days of a product launch. So I set that with every person we do a product launch. So they already are set up to understand that in time and market uh, ability for the PPC campaigns to take hold and then you know see those PPC campaigns and all organic and traffic rolling up over the next 45 days and then 60 days and watching all the trends or adjustments that they need to make, those micro adjustments they make to continue to split uh, and test that um, landing page to ensure conversions are going up. You know, bride is an example that didn't go right to market with a 30% conversion rate, he went to market with a 3% conversion rate. But over the course of his 30, 16 day launch process, by the time he got up closer to 90 days on one of his products, he had uh, a 30 plus percent conversion rate. And the reward was that at that point um, his conversion rates in organic were overtaking. And he started to you know, walk back his PPC campaign but everything was starting to continue to trend up because he, he was becoming the best selling product with the highest conversion over the longest period of time in that market. If you go to market with against me and I'm going in that launch cycle and process, what would be the outcome that you would expect? If we're competing head to head and you're doing anything to try to force the algorithm to say you're better or try to force uh, the metrics or try to force the marketing or trying to get your reviews pushed or anything out in the market that could be considered by Amazon's algo to not necessarily be nefarious, just be manipulation, um, accidental, purposeful, whatever. Okay. Coupons, discounts, etc. I'll win and you won't. <laughs> right. So it's a matter of understanding what is it going to look at? What are people currently doing and study who's hacking and who's jacking with all the stuff. Don't do what they're doing, but understand that what they're doing is forcing the Algo to go through these processes of validation. And if we step through them the right way, we get through the gates faster.
1: Right? Very good. get through the gates yeah. and
2: the vetting faster. And it takes yeah. us 90 days to do something. You're going to push in 30 to 45 days to accomplish something. In the end, we're going to be seen as the winner and you're not.
0: Fair enough. Okay. So before we go any further, um, listeners, uh, I'm really curious. I wish we were live right now but i (laughs) i'm curious you know if you've had any experiences like what we're talking about have you ever turned off your ppc and then right i want to make sure that you're doing what uh that uh, what neil was talking about relevancy Mm. how important have you been have you been looking at your listings and judging it based on relevancy now we don't know all the checkpoints that neil has but there are certain ones like he was talking about that you can check right. to make sure you have a relevant listing. uh, listing. So put your comments in there, put your questions in there. I guarantee that there's probably a bunch of questions in there. All you around. know, who's
2: going to be most pissed off at me, right? Norm.
0: <laughs> who's that?
2: Well, the agency runners for PPC campaigns oh. to tell <laughs> you they have to market your campaigns and you need a PPC management expert. None of my mentors run PPC marketing company campaigns. They run a template strategy process using AI to back up what they're doing and they check it at maybe one to two hours a week. That's it. And once it follows the metrics, that's all they have to do. They don't need an agency. In fact, the ones that come in with agencies, we fire them immediately and then show them exactly what to set up to do. And then they don't need an agency after that. Okay. So I see
0: more comments in coming in right now. I they're can going to just be the imagine. ones.
2: <laughs> about, what are you talking about? You're of my gun. Um, <laughs> no, I'm empowering the CEO operators of the world to do these things right and that's that's the point is that you don't need to do that
0: okay so <laughs> we are also with this uh, the comments that are going to be happening oh, um, we're going to be having a wheel of kelsey today and we're doing right this a little on. bit differently um if you're interested in joining uh the wheel of kelsey uh, we've got a a new little twist on it and that is hashtag wheel of kelsey tag two people get a second entry but what we want you to do is also enter hashtag Neil Twa. And if you're looking for the right spelling of his name, it's on the screen. You so hashtag Neil Twa. <laughs> and that will get you into the right uh, giveaway today. And the giveaway, so if you've been listening from the start, this is crazy. We're even going to get crazier after this. But Neil, what's uh, what's up for grabs today?
2: So guys, you know, one of the things that we're going to have you, uh, some of you asking is, is my campaign or how would I get my campaign or my product into a position where I could take advantage of this kind of a launch or business strategy using PPC and what we talk about today? So the answer would be spend some time with me. So I'd love to go through your campaign and your product, give you some pointers on product to campaign ratio uh, and show you where you might take pointers uh, and do next steps to put yourself in a position to do that or teach you a couple of strategies you can deploy with a new product. So if you guys want some time with me to go over your campaigns and your products and show you a little bit about what we do uh, and give you some insights into that, I would be happy to spend some time with you and go through your products and uh, campaigns and go through
0: them with you. Fantastic. So one lucky winner is going to spend some time with Neil and he's going to share some of his insights with you. So hashtag Wheel of Kelsey, tag two people, get a second entry. And for the first time, Hashtag Neil Trois, And that will get you into the wheel tag. If you do not put hashtag Neil Trois, you will not be entered. Okay. All right. So Kelsey, can we have another word from our sponsor? A big thank you to our sponsor startup club, the largest club on clubhouse with over 790,000 members and growing. They're one of the world's largest communities supporting the startup ecosystem from founders to those wishing to work for a startup and everything in between. You can find them at www.startup.club for blogs, recordings, and a calendar of upcoming shows, and on the Clubhouse app. Just search Startup Club for daily shows 24 7. You can also now listen to their show, the Serial Entrepreneur Club podcast on Apple and Spotify too. Stop by to connect, learn and grow together. All right, so Neil, mm-hmm. when you uh, turn off your campaigns, when mm-hmm. you get to that part point, do you turn them all off or just certain campaigns?
2: You could turn them all off. We did a case study in our group just about a little over, probably six or seven months ago now, if memory serves me correctly, um, where we took a 30,000 a month spin and shut it off completely. And then we showed them the difference in relevancy and what occurred and why the product stayed the same and why the marketing stayed the same. And so we actually went through that. So the answer is yes. Your choice, of course, mm-hmm. uh, to what level you want to go. If you turn them all off, you might just leave your branding ones on, uh, your targeted keyword search brand campaigns. So people who are finding you or you know finding your particular product above others. But for the most part the goal here again is maximum relevancy and syndication or distribution from the algorithm Uh, whereas i don't have to necessarily force it through ppc i can actually get there through organic search within the system and be rewarded as the most relevant product so as the analogy went from the matrix neo uh it's not that i dodge the bullets it's that when you're ready you don't need to dodge the bullets and that's one of the ways we learned how to do this in the past and now we teach people how to do it in the future
0: it is fascinating hearing what you're saying um because you're constantly hearing that it's all pay to play with amazon right now you know there's it's very tough to do the organic ranking um to get that traffic coming back it's all pay to play and what you're saying is um it, it again it's it's fascinating to hear um something different
2: uh, there is a play to i mean pay to play opportunity do not mm-hmm. get me wrong with what i'm saying could you Add additional capacity, add visibility, add awareness in the system from PPC? Absolutely. That's what it's for. That there's no argument. It's a tool for syndication distribution of your product in a paid format. Okay. It's the same difference on Facebook or other social networks. Okay. Where I can go in and pay for traffic on an account I currently have no distribution on. Okay. Mm-hmm. By the same token, I can go into those accounts. I can spend time and energy. on. Um, working within the algorithm, making campaigns or products viable, uh videos viral, post viral, uh, boosting my account, you know, TikTok ads or whatever, uh, excuse me, not TikTok ads, but TikTok videos and stuff to get organic traffic and curate an audience that way, it takes a little bit longer, but my traffic distribution can be even higher or larger later on than I could pay for that traffic. It's no different in that way. The end result and the final point is this is an algorithm. And at the end of the day, the algorithm is looking to get as close as possible to non-manipulated results that show the biggest demand for the customer met as fast as possible by the product that checks them out of the cart and moves them to that next metric, which is Amazon's $1,000 a year customer lifetime value for its 100 million prime members. That's one of the metrics they're looking at. And that's one of the metrics I want to go after.
0: All right. Now, the other side to this is do you ever turn your campaigns back on?
2: Yes. So when would I turn it back on? In the instance, I might lose some algorithmic, algorithmic ranking, organic ranking, or things might start to tone back down. I can simply turn those campaigns back on. Once I'm back into position, once I'm back up in ranking, I can shut them off again.
0: Okay. And I guess the other thing uh, I want to dive a little bit deeper into this is the, you've already mentioned it, but the number one metric. Yeah. So, you know, let's talk about that again and how can we ensure that you're constantly making that better
2: well so many people i hear and you may hear this too because you're in the news and you got your nose down on the ground and people are talking all the time but it's it's mobile versus desktop a lot right now and mm-hmm. one of the things we predominantly switched over to is full mobile uh, assessment full mobile analytics unit session percentage and driving to that mobile audience right and because they are the most in demand they're also easier to track through apps and other things so amazon can track the multi-apps its app and data as long as you allow it permissions on your app so they can start seeing trends and social trends across mobile applications faster and they're using that data right they're using that data within their trend in their engine they can look at things and it's what to give you a, an example what that looks like um, most of the highest branded uh TikTok beauty people uh, who are doing videos and other stuff are also represented by the same amount of brands on Amazon. Why do you think that is? Amazon's watching the social trends, right? Amazon's not only watching the social trends, it's rewarding that traffic and that uh, viral traffic for brands that are taking a concerted effort to drive brand, right? Above anything else and looking at the social signals of those products and trying to also determine how to adjust algorithmic in order to keep up with market demand and social signals are a big component of that right and mm, i think a lot of people yeah. miss that and it's a part of that relevancy
0: all right very good well i, I guess uh, listening to what you're saying listening to the the you were talking about case studies i do want to touch on those case studies because you, you mentioned a few here and there Yep. but uh, give us some of these success stories that you've seen
2: Well, look so at the beginning of this getting started and launching a product when you're Mm -hmm. new to the process and you're learning how to do this you have less fear of the repercussions of turning your ppc campaigns off versus someone who's been in there for six months or 12 months who's listening to me right now going i couldn't imagine turning my ppc campaigns off right now neil that's insane why would i do that right because your fear kicks in that's what's going to happen None of my people have that fear out of the gate. It's all been removed from them from the very beginning. So their expectation is PPC takes on a whole different aspect of the tool set that they're using for rankability and movement within the business. They are looking at it from a totally different perspective. So when we do that, yes, in the case of Keith and Bry and Patrick, and who else did I name earlier? Uh, uh, one of the other people I named him in a Keith, uh, Bry, Patrick, who else did I just say? Dawn. Um, they were new, they had experience in other ways around business, not necessarily e-com like Keith, for example, was a, he's spent millions of dollars on PPC campaigns in Google AdWords. Okay. So he's understood traffic. He understands buying and media. And so for him, it's like, you know, ding, I'm going to get PPC down and Amazon, like nothing flat. So when I get my products, because I've been selling other people's products as part of an agency, I've not actually sold my own branded products, which is why he came on board was that he wanted to see how to take that experience he had over here and run it in products. Okay, Uh, Ryan Floyd was the same way. He's launching his right now, but Keith got ahead of him. And Ryan will experience the same thing because he runs PPC campaigns for Amazon companies. Now he's launching his own brand. So this is going to be fun to watch. I'll come back and do a case study on that one later. So Keith, in essence, was like, okay, I know that traffic and PPC, I'm going to master this. I can get it. It has a keyword aspect. It has a lot of traffic similarities between Amazon and Google. And the reason that, you know, you and I both know that is in 2015 through 2017, they hired away a lot of Google engineers to turn Amazon's PPC into basically Google AdWords. Uh, And so a lot of the similarities of algorithmic changes and virility in the PPC campaigns and stuff all tie together a lot similarity. The end result is keith you know went in there and he set up his campaigns like we told him to do and then he was thinking he had to do a lot more but when the product started to sell and he had a very good conversion rate 30 plus percent on his product um he he had a thousand units of it that he went to market with it was all predefined pre uh we we basically helped him with the whole component of that and then we just told him at some point you're gonna shut off your ppc campaigns he's like well that's nuts like you know again he's a ppc guy he's like why would i shut off the ppc campaigns and so he figured it out really quick and for him As the product went out 30, 60, 90 days, uh, and he went through those products. Now, you were saying, well, he didn't sell a thousand units in the first 30 days, Neil. He's a failure. Now, remember, I want to validate the market over time because my goal is to be the disruptor in 24 months. It is to be a brand that now disrupts a niche in the marketplace that becomes a unique brand identifier so that I can exit that business at 24 months. Remember, so my goals and objectives are very different than I think a lot of people approach this model so i have a different way of looking at it and that's where keith came in and understood that so he was turning his ppc campaigns off and then he was dumbfounded because they just kept going up and he's like i need to raise my prices i'm running out of units before i can get my next order in so he raised his prices well it kept going up uh the algorithm was winning because his campaign was super dialed in hyper relevant to his keywords targeted to his listing targeted to the product and right in line Okay, a straight shot from customer to cart. And when that occurred, the reward was there. He's getting you know a few thousand more units in right now as fast as he can. Uh, and he knows exactly what's gonna happen when he turns back on the PPC and boosts his back up to market and he'll shut it off again. Uh, it's literally already winning in the marketplace. And there's a metrics, it starts again with USP.
0: Hmm. Okay, now what about budget? Like, and, and I know, Asking you this is, you know, <laughs> what, how long is a piece of string, right? Don't but, ask me well,
2: about budgets because my budget for this type of model is going to be very different than the average listener. The right. average listener is going to say, oh, I only can spend $1,500 or $50 a day. Okay. Here's where you will probably lose against me in the market. When I go to compete with you in the niches and be aware, there are a lot more people like me, okay, who are coming and learning how to do this. I will spend, here's the answer to your piece of string whatever it takes for me to become the dominant niche with my ppc engines i am not going to underpower my engines if my goal is to reach mars everybody wants to say okay i'm going to strap this big beautiful what's going to become my million dollar rocket with a couple of you know c9 engines from the rc hobby store and expect to get that rocket into outer space you've already lost you understand When you're coming to the market, it is and should be expected. I will do what it takes to put that product into market. Here's the number one thing I always hear, Norm, constantly. And as people come in and they're like, my products aren't working and I can't get my PPC to work. The number one question I ask is, were you making sales? And guess what their answer was?
0: I'm not sure. Okay. Yes.
2: Yes, (laughs) I'm making sales, right? Yeah. Are your sales profitable? No. Okay. So what kind of problem do we actually have here? We have a product market segment problem and we have a brand problem. We don't have a PPC sales problem. And everyone always argues about the PPC sales problem. It's not within a cost. My TA cost isn't working and they're missing the big point. Are you making sales? The answer is yes. And that happens almost nine out of 10 times. Yes, I can make sales with my campaigns on my product, but they're not profitable. Do you see the problem with
0: this? Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
2: You know, there's an opportunity there too. Right? Mm-hmm. So again, I hear a lot of this myth busting crap out here. We're going to be myth busting some more that it isn't that I can't make sales and PPC doesn't, it doesn't work for my products when in actuality you're wrong. That's a scarcity mindset. Abundant mindset says, can I make sales with my products in the PPC campaigns that I have? And if the answer is yes but they're not profitable, you have other problems to solve first. You see why PPC ends up not being such a big deal for us.
0: Right. Does that yeah. make sense? Yep, it makes sense.
2: Because they are literally arguing over the cart when I'm riding away in the horse. And
0: one the of long, the other they're things they are answering the wrong
2: problems. They're overcoming the wrong objections. They're working on the wrong revenue generating activities.
0: One of the other things I see, too, is uh, the actual unit sessions. That oh I, I I'm like you said I'm making sales, but they're only got a hundred people going over to their um over to their product over a period of a month. Right. Now they okay. might have high yep. conversion rate, but they've got to beef up those unit sessions so they're in the thousands, you right. know, hopefully or tens of thousands. Uh, you know, any suggestions there?
2: So if you're in the tens of thousands of sessions, but not making the same amount of sales, if I heard you correctly, or the, the conversions are something. No, right no, right?
0: no. So let's say that and this happens quite a bit. Okay. I'll take a look at a product or somebody talks to me about their product. I'll ask them about their unit sessions. They're okay. making sales. right? Usually their conversion rate is is fairly good, but it's they're only 100 or 200 or 300 unit sessions. So it's not hard to get 20% or, you know, 25% it's not right. accurate, it's
2: not accurate.
0: So if you what I look at, and I what I say to the people is we've got to increase your unit sessions. So you know, either by driving traffic somehow, over to your listing. So for me, it would have been uh, PPC, Facebook, Google, um, social media, whatever it is, um, to get extra eyes on the product.
2: Interesting. Okay. And
0: then if you're not selling, then we've got a much bigger problem.
2: Okay, but I tackle it a different way. So yeah, obviously a thousand unit sessions are not obvious. So let's say 1000 unit sessions actually becomes more statistically relevant in right. that. I don't actually look at the amount of sessions. What I look at is called the click to sale ratio. How many clicks per sale am I achieving? Our goal is to dial it down to the point where you have 10 clicks to one sale ratio. When you're relevant, when you're hyper relevant for your keyword and you're in line with the product and in line with the algorithm, that is a metric you can maintain and to maintain that, okay, is, is an old phrase borrowed from many years ago called rob the train, where you can literally go in like gangbusters and just rob up all the traffic that's in the market. Once you dial in those particular click to sales ratios, I don't care about the impressions at that point. I care about how many times people are clicking by the time they purchase. Why? Cause Amazon cares about that too. Mm-hmm. Amazon's algorithm cares. If it's too many clicks, not enough purchases, you back that up into non-converting unit session percentage. So that's where this matters the most. So if I'm going to dial in more impressions, I'm actually going to lower my unit session percentage if my click to sale ratio is not dialed in. So if I go out and get additional traffic from any other location, I'm actually hurting myself. I have to first optimize within the organic results of Amazon, and then it will positively see any other traffic or uh, any outside referral traffic coming in if it's brand referral links or otherwise to my store. So much is missed on Amazon (laughs) within its own algo and people are fighting it and they don't even know they're fighting it because they just don't know what they don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, prior to today, uh, this whole concept Well, I I guess at the end of the day, at the end of the podcast, it's going to be red pill, blue pill, if you want to stick with the matrix, right? (laughs) Um, it's going to be, it'll be interesting to see because are people willing to listen to what you had to say, even with the backup of the case study and click. like once they have everything in place Mm -hmm. to click that off switch.
2: Let's ask what's the worst that can happen? Now I'm not suggesting somebody goes in today just for total transparency based on this podcast, results will vary. There's my disclaimer, okay? If you go in and shut off all your campaigns today because you listen to this podcast without being smart about what you're doing or what you're tracking, you may see a negative outcome. Just to be very clear, you need certain things to be in place before you do that and you need to know how to replace them or put them back in place. So you actually need to understand this strategy in its entirety, okay? Uh, At the end of the day, should you turn them off or back them down, you need other indicators of your listings, organic search USP to stay up or move or continually move upwards as you back them down. Don't just go in and shut them all off right immediately. Just Don't click off and, and walk away. If you feel the fear and do it anyways and you say, well, what the hell? Let me go see what happens. I'm not selling a whole lot of this anyways, and I'm not really confident it's making a whole big deal. Shut it off. Wait 72 hours and see what happens. If it goes negative, turn it back on. If it stays positive, leave it alone. Let it ride for another 72 hours and watch. This is a patience game with Amazon. The algorithm usually takes about a 72-hour turn on major organic distribution and propagation changes before you'll even see some of the major results of your actions. People are too impatient with those kinds of things, right? You need to wait and see what happens. And then when it's positive, you make a smaller change. If that's positive, you make another change. If that's negative, you put it back. And this is where patience and Amazon makes a big difference. And because we're going over 90 days, everyone learns the steps of this process. Bry was another case study. Again, he came in at three percent. He launched his PPC campaigns. They started to dial in, but their click to sale ratio was not over the target. So he went back to the drawing board and started to change and change. So he got to six percent, nine, and twelve, and fifteen, and pretty soon he was on his way to thirty percent. Of course, the repercussions and the obviously the repercussions. The benefit the reciprocal benefit of that better way of saying this is that his rankability went up his products and everything went up his traffic went up and as he backed his ppc campaign back down a bit profitability came back up right and yet organic traffic and growth kept going up the metrics were now better in line with what the algorithm expected for his product in his node his niche within amazon based on what his competition was selling he was becoming more attractive to the algorithm all algo-driven. You can get all the emotions you want in this, but if you don't know, you're not gonna. If you don't know what to test, you don't know what you're gonna do. Don't just go in and put a blanket kill on it. Understand what metrics and things are going to occur, and then look at it as a you know possible strategy um, to resolve what you're doing. Last point again: if the product is not in line with the system, it doesn't matter what you do at this point. If you're able to make sales with PPC, that is not your problem. If it is not profitable that is not your problem you understand
0: that is a very good point
2: that's it Blue all pill. right so red pill <laughs> I, yeah <laughs> I,
0: and i do want to stress this uh i know a lot of people will have selective hearing oh yeah so yeah, absolutely please go back listen to what Neil was talking about. There are certain things that have to be in place. We talked about relevancy. We talked about the listings and then enter this. And he said something that was uh, testing, testing. I think you said 1,200 times you've tested it over a 90-day period before you get these. Well, before you have go ahead.
2: Just to clarify where that number came from, um, so we don't misrepresent it, you're you're over the target, but it's Amazon that tests 1,200 times a year. Okay, sorry,
0: stand corrected.
2: That's okay. Just, uh, yeah, that would sound like we will test a lot, but I don't think it's 1,290 ninety days. But we may make a lot of changes in ninety days to yeah, get that dialed in. Yeah,
0: I was gonna say you must have a heck of a team if you do it 1,200. Well, we times. have now, other
2: ways of testing with. <laughs> This will be another podcast, but it's coming soon uh, to talk about the ways we test audience conversations before we go on Facebook, uh, go from Facebook over to Amazon. We'll talk about that later. But look, I would even be, I'll throw this out here, not to get you off topic. Um, If one of my guys is willing to come chat about this and prove the case study in their own language, would you have them on as a guest?
0: 100 percent
2: okay i'll see which one of them is available to come speak and we can get them on here and then you know maybe that what some people will listen to we'll see
0: (laughs) that's that's fantastic that is i i'd love to do that love to have a conversation with one of your guys awesome neil a little controversy today you know a little controversial but uh you know what's a podcast without controversy
2: it's just a tuesday Tuesday?
0: (laughs) yeah what the heck (laughs) anyways it has been a pleasure having you back on um i always look forward to uh talking with you you're always uh, amazing and um we'll have to get you on again and i can't wait to talk to one of your team awesome we'll do it all right neil well you have a great day and everybody with your mouse dropped I hope you have a second listen to this podcast because what Neil's talking about is something very unique. Nobody, I've never heard a single person talk about what he's talking about. So opportunity, he has, and he said, here's a disclaimer, it's up to you, red pill, blue pill. Um, But anyways, that's it for today. Um, How are we going to handle the Wheel of Kelsey today, Kels?
1: so we'll do some fancy edits and we'll cut over to the wheel of kelsey um and by now we already have a winner so congrats so i'm here live i'm watching with you guys um if you guys didn't notice this was a pre-recorded episode um but we are still doing our giveaway today and that's why i'm here um so let me just play the wheel of kelsey enjoy it for the Wheel of All right, so thank you everyone for entering today's Wheel of Kelsey. If you guys didn't notice um, and you entered, you need to have both hashtags. That is hashtag Neil Trois and hashtag Wheel of Kelsey. This is a new thing we're trying out. We just want to make sure that the people that enter the contest know what the contest is about uh, and what giveaway is happening and they actually want the prize because it's been happening a couple of times where people were entering at the beginning of the show they had no idea they either won or what the prize was and then they didn't use the prize so this just helps us uh, make sure that this goes to what we're going to Um, and since this is a pre-recorded episode obviously they can't answer live but the thing that we're doing now is um, on these pre-recorded episodes we're taking the questions from the audience and we're posting it in our facebook group and tagging the experts so they can ask and they can answer um the questions just as usual so if you do have any questions about today put them over in the comment sections and uh before we did this pre-record or we were able to get um bry shields who is actually one of neil twas case studies um about turning off your Amazon PPC campaigns. Um, so he's coming on Monday. Uh, it's a pre recorded episode, but he's going to talk about the numbers um, and exactly what happened. So, anyways, we'll get to the wheel, of Kelsey. Thank you, everyone who entered. And if you are the winner, please email me k at lunchwithnorm.com. And it looks like the winner is Nicholas. all right so congratulations nicholas i believe i have your information too so you can email me k at also any of the members um feel free to email me let us know and make sure you join the facebook group if you have any questions from today's episode because we're going to be posting over there too um so we have pre-recorded episodes up until next wednesday next wednesday we'll be we'll be back to normal back to our live episodes um but in the time being these will be pre-recorded I'll still be here in the comment sections and uh, we just have a few more things um to round out this episode so I'll go back to recorded back when I have a little bit of a beard and uh enjoy relations All right. congrats. That is. um and neil of course um how do people get a hold of you uh, who can they what who have how, how do they contact you
2: So, you know, last name, you could Google me. It's real easy, or you can go to voltagedm.com if you want to go over and say hi to me there too. Uh, social media, Facebook, look me up, Google my name. I'm all over the place. Hit me up on whatever favorite conversational you know medium you want to use. I'm out there. Feel free to reach out to me.
0: Fantastic. Okay. Well, that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Kelsey, come on back.
1: All right, and we'll talk to you later, Neil. Thanks again for coming on. Thanks and, for having uh, me. Guys. Have a great day.
0: See you later, Neil. All
1: right, sir. All right. So you guys know the drill. If you haven't already, smash those like buttons. Give us a thumbs up. We really do appreciate it. Also, if you want to do us a big, big favor, going over to either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast, even if you don't listen to podcasts, maybe um, you can go over, give us a review and a rating and that does a whole bunch for um, the podcast and just rankings and uh, recommended. It just does a lot of gets us in front of more people. So if you could do anything, that would be something that would mean a lot to us and we do really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, uh, don't forget to join our Lunch With Norm facebook group that's lunch with norm amazon fba and e-commerce collective uh it's a great place to hang out ask your questions we've got uh, a little debate happening right now in the facebook group that um i'm interested to get norm's take on and see it has to do with uh, johnny depp and amber heard um, and Mm. using those as listings so anyways check it out in the facebook group it's uh it's uh, pretty entertaining and um yeah I hope you guys have a great day and I think that's it for me
0: all right so thank you for joining us today uh, and joining us every Monday Wednesday and Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time unfortunately I can't see any comments right now but we love our community we could not do this podcast without you so thank you for being part of the community and we will see you soon